Welcome back to the Facts About PACS podcast. I'm Michaela Isler, NAPACS Executive Director, and today we're flying the employee voter registration flag high and giving PAC managers some great resources and proven tactics for upping their employee registration efforts and GOTV game. Michaela, NAPAC members and our listeners know that it's Employee Voter Registration Week, and they also know how important that is for their programs and our democracy. Coming up in just a minute, the business community's go-to expert on voter education and employee voter registration, Kim Durcho of BIPAC, will join us. But first, a readout on a most important app activity, Adam. Absolutely. When you're a PAC director, there is never a bad time for a legal compliance refresher. But when Carol Laham is running the briefing and lunch is served... Well, that's a very good time for a legal compliance refresher. And if you missed it, fear not. The number one pack podcast in America has your back. Due dates for reports for the remainder of the cycle, record keeping requirements, recommended pack controls, what to do about fraud, and so much more. All the details you need to stay on track, minus the lunch and amazing company, are available right now at NABPAC Connect, Michaela. Adam, it was a really informative lunch this week, as always with Carol Ham. But I do just want to mention that, you know, I was really surprised to hear one of the things she talked a lot about was just the rise in fraud that's taking place. Um, and so a lot of talk about positive pay. I know our friends at Chainbridge Bank mentioned that on a previous episode. And so I just want to flag that for our members that it's something that you probably need to be looking at and staying on top of because there's definitely a rise in in fraud with cashing checks that aren't meant to be cashed by anyone else but us. So all of that information can be found on NAPAC Connect and certainly happy to forward any of our members to Carol through our legal hotline as always. Uh, Adam Dew, I just want to mention we've got a couple of roundtables coming up for our members. As you know, we always do uh, roundtable sessions by corporations and then trade associations, whether you represent member companies or individuals. Those are also very popular. Those are coming up on October 13th. So also want to just draw folks to NAPAC Connect to get registered for those. And then we are in the final seven weeks, Adam, of the post-election conference. We're coming down to the wire. We have record attendance. We're really excited to get everybody back together to really not only just you know debrief on the elections, but really what does it mean for us as a business PAC community. We have some great speakers lined up for our members and uh, just really can't wait to all be together in, in sunny Florida. The Facts About PACs podcast is produced especially for the members of the National Association of Business Political Action Committees. In every episode, we recap this week's NABPAC activities, share actionable intelligence and best practices, all while connecting the PAC community. And today's episode is brought to you by Access Marketing Services. From design to podcasts, from infographics to digital, work with a team that leading PACs and government affairs programs call when they need results. Access Marketing Services. Thank you, Adam. And as always, uh, we just have to stop and thank Access Marketing for all of their support over here at NABPAC. Joining us now on this Employee Voter Registration Week 2022 is the architect of BIPAC's enduring effort to help businesses thrive through voter education, Kim Dircho. Welcome to the Facts About PACs podcast. Well, thank you, Michaela, and thank you, Adam, for having me on. It's especially exciting to be with you this week, Employee Voter Registration Week. Well, you guys are, have always and continue to do great work in this area, Kim. You are the Vice President of External Affairs at BIPAC, 
and have a large portfolio. But one area where you have deep experience is voter education and registration programs. And this really is a key component for many PAC managers. And in your experience, is there any better way to engage, encourage, and celebrate all your people than voter registration and voter education? There really isn't. I I think that, you know, this week specifically represents a great opportunity for us to engage with all employees, not just our PAC eligibles uh, in our restricted class, but really everyone. And it's just a great chance to get out there, talk about the upcoming elections and make sure people have the resources they need to be educated voters. Talk to us about developments and innovations around employee voter registration. You've been at this for a while. I'm wondering if you could sort of just take us through the digital shifts and the impacts even that COVID and work from home have had on companies participating. Yeah, well, there certainly has been a shift. And, you know, if we go back to when Employee Voter Registration Week was started in 2014, you know, there were a a lot of folks that were using email, driving people to these get out the vote uh, resources and websites online. But there was also a big focus on printed material and in-person voter registration events. You know, we, we helped a lot of folks through the years uh, create poster designs and, and items that they can post on bulletin boards. And then we fast forward and, and 2020 hits and we see this almost overnight shift to all digital. And you know, a lot of us in the community really had to stop and pause and think about what we'd done for the previous six, seven, eight years. And how do we all of a sudden make this shift? How do we turn all of those things into something that's truly interactive and that our employees and stakeholders can, can leverage, but all in a virtual format? So in 2020, uh, we still saw a lot of email. We still saw you know, a lot of uh, people driving their employees and stakeholders to these voter education websites. But as we all know, our email is absolutely inundated with a lot of good things and a lot of uh, and a lot of clutter as well and a lot of noise. So, you know, people were trying to come up with ideas that could kind of cut through all of that and, and be a unique resource for their employees and stakeholders. We saw uh, some creativity around hosting virtual office hours versus having these in-person voter registration booths. We also saw an uptick in the use of internal social media networks. Um, like Yammer, Workplace for Facebook, those became more popular to have the conversation in a virtual format. And this one, uh, I I love this that came out of a number of our partners in 2020. We actually had folks create these toolkits that were not only geared towards the employee voter, but they were also there and as a resource to get their families engaged in civic education as well. So we saw people sending out material both by mail and through email uh, that included these toolkits that would have a word search or a fun crossword puzzle, some trivia questions. Uh, And it was really not only for the employee voter and the adults in the home, but also to get children engaged as well and, and their families. So that was one unique thing that came out of 2020. Fast forward 2022 and what we're seeing this year is really a strong hybrid approach, right? Because we do have this changing workforce and we have people that are remote and they are hybrid and they're in and out of the office. And then we have people that want to be in the office every day. So we're seeing those in-person events coming back and people are on the ground in their facilities and locations providing this information, but there's also still a really strong digital component as well. I always tell people, if you're if you're not doing this work, Employee Voter Registration Week is a great first step. It's a good way to get your toe, you know, dip your toe in the water of voter registration and get out the vote efforts. 
And, you know, we always say it's not meant to be partisan. We're not trying to sway anyone to vote one way or the other. In most cases, we're not even really talking about the issues or even the candidates. We're just providing really good basic information, like you said, that is geared towards everyone. It's about the logistics of voting, navigating the processes in different states, and then providing that information to employees and stakeholders so they can make an educated decision and feel comfortable with the process that they're facing. Kim, you know, I always loved this part of my job because it was, as Adam alluded to, was the only time I got to speak with all employees within my organization. And we always viewed it as just another benefit, almost like an HR benefit of being an employee of this organization, that we help you get registered to vote. We help you identify your polling location. We help you identify who your elected officials are, both at the state and federal level. And I was always impressed with the amount of engagement that we would get from our employees. And the feedback was always so positive um, and thankful that we were providing this nonpartisan information. Um, I'm curious as we look ahead. Our audience is nimble and really always on the prowl for actionable intelligence. What are the top three employee voter registration innovations you've seen in the wild this cycle that you would recommend our listeners try for their pack? Yeah. So, you know, essentially I have three tips and kind of three, you know, innovations that I've been seeing that goes along with that. The, the first one is, you know, don't be afraid to get creative and try something fun. Uh, we all have our tried and true methods that, that work for our organizations and they have over the last number of years, but it's important to keep your programs fresh. You want to make sure that someone that has engaged with you over the last few cycles sees something new. They get a new experience each year. So one really great example I've seen from one of our partners is they create these really engaging in-person events. They have large signage. It's branded differently each year to keep it interesting. They do print their election dates and deadlines, one pagers, but now they've started to introduce QR codes to those as well. So now an employee can walk up, they can scan the QR code, have it on their mobile device. They don't even need to have a computer or be at a desk to make sure they're registered and they have the information they need. They're also using eboards. That's become really popular, digital monitor signs. Uh, and for these particular in-person events, they, of course, have refreshments and cupcakes that are branded for Get Out the Vote in 2022. And then to make it interactive uh, with their employees, they actually print out these really large selfie signs that employees can hold up that say, I'm registered, and then they can take photos. The second tip that I have is to provide an opportunity for all employees to get involved. We have talked a lot about the, the hybrid approach and making sure that there's something for everyone uh, with that shift in the workforce. Uh, one great example here is we worked with one of our partners to create these little digital graphics for their individual employees. So they actually reached out to employees ahead of time, got their own quotes about voting and the importance of voting to them. We embedded them in these graphics, put a photo of the employee, and then they could actually use those on the internal social media networks to encourage others to get involved. So that that's a really great way uh, to, to have employees get engaged. And it's now not just a one-way communication channel. We're actually getting feedback from employees and they're getting engaged and interacting in a really personal way. And to me, that's what Employee Voter Registration Week is all about. And then the last tip that I have for everyone is, you know, make sure that this is as educational as possible without being partisan. Uh, one thing I've seen this year more so than in years past is an effort to really introduce some election analysis 
in addition to all the events that are taking place this, this week. So whether you're hosting a webinar or an in-person uh, speaking engagement prior to EVRW or during EVRW, it's a good way to provide an additional value add to all employees and really celebrate the elections generally, not just voter registration, but really provide some election landscape information so they feel fully ready to go come election day. I love these tips from Michaela, especially Kim, when I think about the development of content for employees to share on internal social media networks. It sounds like this is an easy play that's truly individualized and a way to celebrate people in the organization. Does it play out like that? Yeah, I mean, there's certainly a little bit of legwork, right, that has to be done ahead of time. You have to reach out, you have to get people engaged, you have to collect those quotes and get the buy-in. But once that information is there, it's not it's not difficult to put these graphics together, provide them back to employees and really get the conversation going. I think it really makes it personal too, other than just, you know, typing out text in a post. You're actually, you know, your face is there on the graphic, your your information and your quote is there for everyone to show that you're engaged. Michaela, aren't we all guilty of feeling like sometimes people only call us when they need something from us? And and to the extent that people see the pack manager coming from a mile away, it's like, whoa, I don't need anything. I want to help you. This is a real great way to be engaged, as Kim said, in both directions with the people that you serve. Absolutely. I mean, that's why it was one of the most favorite part of my jobs. It was the first time I really wasn't asking them for something. I was really just offering an additional service and benefit of being an employee of our organization. And it really did make it a lot more fun in many respects. You know, Kim, I'm curious, showing my age a little bit here, but, you know, was definitely part of the very first iteration of Get Out the Vote and the Prosperity Project with BIPAC, gosh, over 20 years ago. I'm curious what you're seeing now. I mean, you guys have had such a concentrated effort and getting employees registered to vote. Have we reached a saturation point or is there just enough new employees coming in and, you know, different organizations that we're bringing into the mix? Are are you seeing a shift from, okay, maybe it's not getting everybody, we're always going to have a get registered to vote, but is it shifting now? Like they're registered to vote, they're engaged, you know, they're going to the polls. Now it's more talking about, like you said, shifting a little bit to maybe a more of an election analysis. Yeah, I think that's a great question. I think it's a little bit of both, right? I think we're always going to have new employees coming into the workforce that we need to remind, you know, make sure you're getting registered, make sure you're updating your information. I think there's also a number of folks that forget that, you know, once they move or if they change their last name, they have to go back and actually update that in the system for their state. So it's really important to just continue kind of driving that message home. In addition to all the, the great information that we talk about with getting registered and making sure that people are updating their information, we want to layer on that for the folks that have kind of been with us and do have that information updated. We want to make sure that they have all the tools they need. And, and that's also understanding where the election landscape stands. So we are seeing a drive to layer in some additional information, expand things. Again, we're not talking about you know who specifically to vote for or the issues necessarily for you know the company or trade association, but it's important to provide even more uh, advanced information for our employees because they want that information. They wanna be able to use it. Kim, we promised resources that pack managers can use and operationalize. Employeesvote.com, it's the web address. What's there and what can practitioners expect to find on voter registration and give us the good stuff? 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, I would not want to sign off today without providing everyone with something to take away. And if you visit employeesvote.com, you're first going to see a little bit of information about the program and the initiative, but you're also going to see who our partners are for this year and years past. And I would be remiss if I didn't thank them for their participation and acknowledge what great work they're doing to encourage voter registration and participation throughout this week. So a special thank you to all of our EVRW partners. On the website, uh, like you mentioned, Autumn, is also a voting information tool where anyone can go and look up their election dates and deadlines, find their polling place, learn about the options for voting by mail, absentee, in person, and then also see the candidates running to represent them. And it's a great resource that you can share with your employees and stakeholders. It's completely open and available. And then finally, there are a few downloadable resources as well for our partners. There's some messaging and there are graphics. Uh, but if you'd like additional resources and graphics for Get Out the Vote more generally heading towards November, I'm always available. Uh, you can reach me at dircho at bipac.org. Always happy to share resources and have conversations around Get Out the Vote. This is truly near and dear to my heart. Well, Kim, thank you so much for sharing such incredible insights with our members and our listeners. Uh, I can't speak highly enough of this program that BIPAC has been talking about for many years now. And you hit on something earlier that I just want to reiterate, that BIPAC has done a lot of research and testing on employees wanting this information. And I think that's just a really important point for our listeners to understand that employees really do want this information. It's been consistent over the last 20 years. Um, it's an easy way to engage your employees. So please go check out employeesvote.com and reach out to Kim if you are interested in implementing these programs for your organization. Kim Dershow, Vice President, External Affairs at BIPAC. Thank you so much for joining us and waving the Employee Voter Registration Week flag on the Facts About PACs podcast. Thank you for having me, Michaela. It's been wonderful. And thanks to everyone downloading and sharing the Facts About Packs podcast. Subscribe and meet us right back here next week.